0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, and, well, YouTube and multiple Facebook pages. This is the Coast to Coast Football Podcast. We go live for Coast to Coast every Friday. We are live on these channels talking football Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So check the descriptions if you want to see more of what we're doing Uh, For Nick and I's podcast schedule, I will be solo today talking NFL Combine, but that's okay. I invited Nick. He's off on Fridays for now while he's, you know, raising a, where are we now? Almost an eight-week-old. You know, we're talking about two months now. So, new dad, he's been taking Fridays off. More power to him. I sent him a link just in case he couldn't resist talking a little NFL Combine and trenches, trenches, trenches. Yes, that's what we're going to hit on today. Some of the big performers in the trenches I love the defensive line. And, um, you know, I love watching these, the, 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 just the pure athleticism of these guys and what they're able to do with that size. And there were some guys out there that had some pretty special days that really helped themselves. I think all across the board. Some guys that were, you know, day three moving up, day two, day two moving up possibly to day one. And then guys that were knocking on the door of, should we go eight, 12, 13? solidifying themselves as possibly a top 10 pick. So let's hit on all of those things. Um, We do this live because we like having the conversation. And like I said, I might be solo on here, but this is an interactive chat. So if you're listening after the fact and want to join us, you can find us at youtube.com slash Scott Kennedy, or you can find us at facebook.com slash Scott Kennedy sports And then we've got our Falcons group in here as well, Um, Atlanta Falcons fans on uh, All Falcons. Um, This is for, if you're watching on All Falcons right now on Facebook, this is our neutral based show. We will tinge towards the questions and super chats. Um, If you have questions, we will, I will lean towards those. So it ends up being a little Falcons heavy sometimes, but we're talking NFL draft. So it will be skewed towards people of interest for a lot of other teams, especially with the team draft in the top 10. Victor Belletti comes in. He has this question right off the bat. He says, good morning, guys. Fisk is the big winner yesterday. Yes, Braden Fisk. I have a request for y'all. When I started watching him, this big kid, shaved head, I was watching Daredevil at the same time. And, you know, Kingpin's real name is Wilson Fisk. So anytime on social media you talk about Braden Fisk, I want to call this kid Kingpin. He he's he's a kingpin out there. Um so he was a big winner yesterday, one of several, yep. But he says I would like to have your opinion on on these two options. A, Daniel Hunter in free agency plus um Malik Neighbors, a wide receiver at number 8, or B, a Calvin Ridley, Gabe Davis type of free agent plus Dallas Turner at 8. Which would you rather have? Um you can scratch Ridley off the board. And uh, as Victor says, just this exercise, I know that Ridley is very unlikely to return. I'm out as soon as you say Ridley. I'm I'm out. I want nothing to do with him, with the Atlanta Falcons ever again. Um, you know, unless it's to, you know, shake hands and kiss baby or do some charity work or whatever. I don't want him in a Falcons uniform again, period. Um, the, uh, as far as Daniil Hunter and Malik neighbors, I like that a lot. Um, I think, feel like the wide receivers and free agency are are overpriced. Um, Daniil Hunter is going to be $20 million a year, but he was 16 and a half sacks last year. He was a top five edge rusher last year. Um, Gabe Davis, you're going to be spending probably, you know, and Ridley's, they could get between 10 and 15 million. I've seen more than that. I just have a hard time believing, you know, Ridley's going to be 30 this year that someone's going to give him with his track record of not showing up. Um, that kind of money getting suspended. Um, but Dallas Turner is a a great option at eight. But if I had the option of going rookie receiver, veteran edge rusher, I'd probably go that way. Um, I just think you get better value, uh, with your money at edge. I think the the wide receivers can be had. Rookie wide receivers are you know, with very few exceptions, have an earlier impact. They I think they can be. We see thousand yard receivers come out as rookies a little bit more often where we see it takes edge rushers a little bit more time to really learn. And when you're fighting in the trenches with grown men, you know, 28, 30 year old men that have can bench press a house, squat a piano or flip those. I just I would rather go. uh I would rather go free agent edge wide receiver. And frankly, that's what we did in the mock draft for the Falcons mock draft on Wednesday. We went wide receiver at eight. And then we say, hey, listen, we're going to spend our money on the defense in free agency. Um, John Harrell, good morning. See you coming in here on, on YouTube. He says, I want Braden Fisk here being a Florida State fan. Um, Braden Fisk, definitely one of the big winners yesterday. Um, defensive lineman. And he was a standout at the Senior ball. I'll show clips on here in a minute. I want to wanna read his numbers. He had the number one. Uh 40 yard dash at 478 and he weighed in at 65, 6'5 six, five and 38. Was he that big? I didn't remember him being that tall at uh, at yeah, that's a that's a mistake. I don't know where I did that. He was six three and a half two ninety-five, and then I've got it six five and three two ninety-two. Huh. Let me see what it says officially on his page. On his page, it says 6'4". Okay, yeah. So I'm I'm going to change with that. So uh, uh, a spreadsheet I have, I need to make a correction. Uh, it was probably, he's he's just a tick under 6'4". Came in at 292 pounds. Um, the 4.78 is, is really nice and all, but then he had a 4.37 shuttle. That's outstanding. The 4.37 shuttle is your side-to-side movement. That's outstanding. Um, John, the Florida State fan, so... Let's take a look at Kingpin because he got our attention at the uh, at the Senior Bowl without a doubt, and that's where I started calling him Kingpin. Braden Fisk highlights. Let me bring this up. Apologies if you're listening. Uh, one of the – and you'll get to see this, but one of the other things we said, this this kid had the – fat. Uh, and I'm going to mute it here so you can hear me, but you hear – see how quickly his get off. Little swim move. Uh, coming inside, 6'3, 292 pounds. He's right over, right in the defensive tackle here. You know, it just he's so quick. And then it showed up on, you know, it shows up on videos like, okay, I'm interested. We talk about combine numbers. Do I see the numbers that I like? Yes, I want to see more. Okay, well, this kind of worked in reverse. I saw what I liked just blowing up that play. You know, here's a nice play of Spencer Rattler scrambling. But, um, you know, just it, it, this is just about how quick his get off is. Coming inside again, and this is a guy. This is Grady Jarrett esque of just blowing up stuff before it even happens. And here's here's him pushing back a guard. He's able to hold the line of scrimmage as well. You can see him get a good push. I have a feeling this guy probably squats in the five in in the in the fives somewhere, uh, if not the sixes. Head up over the over the nose guard again, clogging up the line of scrimmage. Can he hold the line of scrimmage? That was that final play that I just showed. Can he hold the line of scrimmage? That's important too, because quickness is good, but he's taken on a double team right there and gives maybe four inches uh, against the center guard double team in there. That is Braden Fisk. Braden Fisk has helped himself a bunch. Now, the concern, if you even want to call it that, is why might this guy slip some? Oh, he's only got 31-inch arms. He's only, he's not long. He has trouble. He's going to have trouble with the longer offensive lineman that can get in his chest. Well, if I can get first off the board before you can even get your hands up off the ball, I'm going to be in pretty good shape. Um, With 31 inch arms, that's not ideal. Um, That will knock him some. The fact that he's playing interior line under 300 pounds, that will knock him some. So, but I think he can, he can move up into an early day two pick. And if you get him in the second round, I think you have a freaking steal. An absolute steal. But Jeremy says, um, morning boys, it's humbling as an athlete when someone weighs 150 pounds more and has the ability to run right past you. Yeah, I um I was a a soccer player growing up. I could run pretty good. Um, I could run a long time. And I always said, the joke I always used to use when I'd run into something, I got a look at some of these D1 caliber athlete football players was if I couldn't kick your ass or outrun you, we're going to be friends. We are absolutely going to be boys. (laughs) I don't want to mess with you. And you run into some of these guys, you're like, I could hit this guy with my absolute best shot flush in the jaw. And I'm still gonna lose. I don't wanna mess with guys like this. Jeremy, I've heard uh surgeons talk about NFL players and when they're doing surgery on these guys, they just say the 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 muscle density and everything in them, it's just different. These are different caliber of human beings that we're talking about here. Their ability to heal, uh, you know, the stuff they do. You watch these games, I see guys go down and their legs bent behind them and all this stuff that would. Just break normal people in half. They just pop right up. Different caliber of human beings. Uh, you're absolutely right. And this is a, a good time to, to look at that. You look at some of these edge guys. 250 pounds running four fours. Come on, man. Mike Balls, another of the big winners from last night. I am officially team Dallas Turner at eight for the Atlanta Falcons. Kirk Cousin and free agency and keeping all of our picks. Dallas Turner is another guy who had a very, very good day. He came in with a 4-4-6 four, four, in the 40-yard dash. Now, the 40-yard dash is kind of a showpiece. It's, it's more about, I, I, I joke about it, I say it's the, hey, what's your bench, of the NFL Combine. Whenever you work out or do anything like that, the first question anybody ever asked, hopefully it's gotten better. but you know when I was coming through, hey, what's your bench? The bench press is not a really good indicator of your the strength that you could transfer to athletics. An inclined bench is better. I if I'm if I'm trying to grade somebody, I'd much rather know what they power clean than what they bench press. If I want to know what kind of strength they have, that's applicable to athletic athleticism i don't care what a wrestler benches i don't i don't care what a wide receiver benches i'm interested in what they could power clean squat those kind of things the 40 yard dash is a little bit like that so yeah hey this guy benches 500 pounds okay that's impressive dallas turner ran a 446 yeah that's impressive the dude came in at 63 247 pounds so a biscuit under 250 with 34 and a half inch arms all kinds of length and you see how applicable that is clogging passing lanes for one thing but it helps you keep guys from getting into your chest when you're trying to beat a blocker and the 40.5 the 40 and a half vertical leap with a 107 broad jump this dude is explosive. Absolutely explosive. I think Dallas Turner, I don't know if he's solidified himself as the first edge slash defensive player to come off the board. It's close because Jared Verse had a pretty good day too. Someone else to watch. Jared Verse comes in at 458, about 10 pounds bigger, 6'4", 254, 33 half inch arms four, five, eight on the 40, 35 inch vert, the same 10, seven on the broad jump. And then he ran, he had his agilities. Dallas Turner. I don't have his agility numbers. I don't, um, what I guess is that they didn't do them. They would have time to put them in, but his three cone was seven, three, one. And his, his, his 20 yard shuttle was four, four, four. Those are really good numbers. They're not completely eye popping. Um, but Jared Verse is close. You want somebody just maybe just a little bit bigger, but I think the length and wingspan or uh, arm arm length of Dallas Turner with the the overall explosion. I think Dallas Turner's probably ahead. And that's where I that's where I would go now. I think Dallas Turner, when Nick and I do the next mock draft, we're gonna have a hard time. He's gonna have a hard time talking me out of Dallas Turner at eight when we do the next one for um For uh the Atlanta Falcons, which might be Monday, mock draft Monday. Following we got to do that. Mock draft Monday following the NFL combine. Want to say hello to some folks? Brad Clark coming in over on Facebook. Keith Robbins is here. Jordan Brown says, uh, what's up with this fist kid? Hopefully we got to talk about him a little bit. You got to see him. John Harrell also says, uh Peyton Wilson. Yeah, Peyton Wilson, linebacker, another big winner from uh from the combine. He was good at the senior bowl. He was he was really good at the senior bowl. Comes in with a four-four-three on the 40-yard dash. Unfortunately, I don't have, it's not posted, so I'm, I'm guessing he either didn't, but his three cone and his shuttle time. Now, the three cone, again, is more like weaving. If you, have, if you haven't watched these drills, my son was in here asking me about these yesterday. Um, it, for me, the L cone is about as good as it gets for an edge rusher, because that is your dip and your change of direction at speed. The shuttle, the side to side movement, your change of directions is the number one thing for me for corners, for corners, punt returners. I always said when I when I did my my combines uh, for high school kids, I'd sort by shuttle and I'd say these top five guys right here, top five shuttle times, those are your punt returners. Those are your punt returners uh, at, at your high school level and we'll move on to the next level. The top five guys are getting D1 at the shuttles. So I, I would have liked to have seen a shuttle time for him because how often do you need to change directions laterally, side to side, your 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 change of direction for an inside linebacker? But yeah, he came in at 6'4", 233 pounds, and uh, with a 4'4", 3", and almost a 10-foot broad jump. Yeah, Peyton Wilson had a really good day as well. Anthony Evans in here says, Good morning, fellas, over on Facebook as well. Um... Roger Cook, coming in from across the pond. How are you doing? Good to see you. Um, Cardinals has a good question. He says, how would you rank the edge rushers between Turner, Verse, and Latu? Good question. Right now, I would have Turner, number one. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not um, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And then I would need to see more on Verse. Verse had a better combine, but Latu is such a technician... That his numbers were okay. They weren't, again, eye popping. They weren't great. Latu's numbers uh, at Edge. You heard me reel off the numbers for, um, for Jared Verse. Latu comes in with a 4.64, 9.8 broad jump. So, again, Dallas Turner went almost a full, and his vertical jump is 32. Again, those aren't explosive numbers. Uh, 32, when we get RAS uh, relative athletic score on these guys. Latu's not going to have a great score, uh, but the kid is an absolute freaking football player. Let me, uh, let me throw up his, um, his highlights from Senior Bowl real quick. Um, his ability to, he's a technician. You know, I, I love it. spin move. Okay, that didn't work. Okay, well, let me, let me wrap a swim move on you. You know, normally you don't have time to run back-to-back moves on a guy. But he still gets there in seconds. One quick spin. Nope. Then just watch the subtle movement of his hands. He uses his left hand for a pull. So it's like a pull and a swim. His left hand grabs him, pulls him a little bit, and then he swims over with his right hand to beat him to the outside. That's spectacular. Now, you can say, hey, I can teach that kind of stuff. You can But teaching it and having someone being able to apply back-to-back moves like that in the heat of battle is instinctive. Latu Latu is an instinctive pass rusher. Uh, And he's good size, too. I think he came in, um, let me see his numbers real quick. He came in 6'5", 260 pounds with 33-inch arms. So I'd probably like to see a little bit more of Jared Verse. But I'm a big fan. Of Latu, I really am. This is the guy. It's like, oh, his numbers weren't really that great, and he falls to the bottom third of the first round, and he gets picked up by one of the playoff teams that's always in the playoffs, and he ends up with you know 15 sacks. You know, think I I just think George Karloftis. You know, Karloftis, we were we were uh, mocking, you know, in the top 10 early on. Then he falls, he falls, he falls, falls to the Chiefs. Now he's got a ring. A super bowl ring and he was a key player for them. So I'm a big fan of Latu. Dallas Turner is probably my number one right now. Anthony Evans, Dallas Turner, four four seven forty. 40. Is he legit? The 40 and a half inch vertical leap. What would be fun if, if he wanted to do something to go completely viral? He needs to grab a basketball and just go out there and just start throwing down. Just watching him, you he the 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 athleticism of NBA players is unbelievable and not a quarter of them have a 40 and a half inch vertical leap watching a 250 pound man who's 6'4 go out there and do 360 spin dunks like he could do with a 40 inch vertical would be absolutely phenomenal to watch physically speaking Dallas Turner is legit I would absolutely be okay with him any team taking him in the top 10 and we'll see how that goes we'll see we'll see how he goes now, can he put it together? As a prospect, I love him. There's always doubt in every prospect, every single one of them. I love Dallas Turner. Uh, Austin Fry's coming in. And says, I like the edge and free agency and the wide receivers in the draft. Me too. Um, I do too. If you can, you know, you're only going to get one of those in the top 10. If you're picking top 15, the difference is I think you can get wide receivers in the second round too. You know, the past couple of years have been able to pick guys. In the second round, that are really good. How does George Pickens fall into the second round? You know, Christian Watson's been really good. Alec Pierce, um, just in the last couple of years alone, is our guys to keep an eye on. Uh, Conga Hydras, any idea who Tyler Owens, the DB from Texas Tech is, he seems intelligent. I don't haven't seen him yet. I don't remember him at um at Senior Bowl. Let me see if he was there. because um, there were some guys that kind of snuck in. I don't remember, I don't remember him. Sorry, Austin Fries. Uh, John Roberts says uh, uh, Chop Robinson did well in the combine. He did. Again, he's going to get knocked for the the length a little bit, the arm length. Uh, it'll his arms at 32 and a half will measure on the on the shorter side of things when you start looking RAS, relative athletic score, but he was 63 and changed 254 pounds, 32 and a half inch arms and the 448 shuttle with a 34 and a half inch vert. You hear me say 34 35. Those are good. So when I say 40 and a half on Dallas Turner, that's special. Broad jump, 10, eight spectacular. That's explosion too. And then the, um, he doesn't have a three cone time, but his four two five shuttle. Again, the side to side. I, um, I wonder how good he would have been as an inside linebacker, you know, at, at 200, six, three, 254 pounds with a four, two, five shuttle. Um, not great length. And that's usually the difference between the, the elite edge rushers. And uh, I wonder what, you know, Micah Parsons, I'm curious to see if I can find it. Um, what his, his arm length was now his numbers were even, even better. His numbers were off the freaking charts at his pro day. They didn't do um, that was a year. I think that was COVID year. So I don't think they had a combine. Um, his is 31 and a half inch arms again. So the arm length thing to me is a little overrated. I like it, but man, I'm not knocking a guy 15 spots for that. Chop Robinson did do well. Um, and at the beginning of the year, he was talked about as a top 15 guy, Chop Robinson. The other guy that fell off was Caleb King, um, fell off a little bit. So Yes. I've gotten Chop Robinson several times in the second round doing mock drafts. Uh, Want to say hello to some of our super chat superstars that have come in. Uh, Barrett Gay, I see this flashes, so I'll see it, and then I'll keep an eye out for comments that went with it. Sometimes the, if you have something to say or anything or if it's just support for the show, thank you, my friend. It's a huge help. All of you come in that, that show support like this, uh, keeps the lights on, keeps his forehead nice and shiny. Keeps me talking football and keeps giving us something to do in the morning. So besides, you know, having to work. So I, I certainly appreciate that. Um, Keith Brugman comes in with some stars over on Facebook. Keith, I'm going to read this. It's a little harder for me to, to find them through here. Keith and Ellen Johnson came in also with some stars. Thank you, sir. He says, good morning, Scott Turner looks pretty good so far. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Like I said, if we do, we do a mock with Nick, you're, You're going to have a hard time me not taking Dallas Turner at eight. But Keith says, Scott, how much does the combine play into your evaluation? Who is your all-time biggest riser based on a combine performance? Um, I don't, that's a good question because I guess the fact that I don't have an answer for you as far as biggest riser goes um, of all time, that means I don't, put a ton of stock into the combine i <laughs> don't I don't have an answer for you i think at the very top and that's where you know historically i haven't done nfl draft for years and years and years i i watched you know this is like my fourth year doing it and you know in earnest i was a i was a recruiting guy for a long time and i ran combines and but i was i was trying to weed out thousands and thousands and thousands of kids for high school kids. And I had, a, I had a player come to me and I timed every single one of them. It was me and another guy. We timed every single one. We tried to keep it the same every time. Kid comes up to me and says, hey, I ran a 448. What do you think I can get this down to? What do you think I could get that down to? 16-year-old kid, 17 maybe. I told him, I don't care. I don't care what you can get it down to. 448, you are fast. That's all I need to know. Now I want to see more. Now I want to see your grades. Now I want to see you play on the field. Now I want to see the production. You're fast. So a lot of times, Keith and, and y'all, the you're basically just trying to cement what you already believe based on what you've already done coming into the NFL combine. You're trying to, you're trying to um Eliminate guys. You know, like I said, I go to the senior bowl, Braden fist looked great. Okay. How's he do? Damian Robinson looked great. Darius Robinson. I've called him, I've called him so many different names. He's defensive end, uh, Darius Robinson, defensive end, Missouri looked fantastic. Okay. Now I just want to see the numbers to make sure that translates because again, it's level of competition. It's, because we know it takes a certain amount of athleticism to play in this league. Can they get the enough factor? So it's a great question, Keith. The combine doesn't play a ton for me into it, it doesn't. It's fun, but it doesn't play a ton. It might move guys around a little bit. I had Dallas Turner as the number one edge coming in. I, he, he solidified that. Dallas Turner's the number one edge coming out. I didn't change that around a lot, I almost think like guys can hurt themselves more to a certain extent, um, but Darius Robinson. Here's what's interesting to me. We've been hyping up Darius Robinson. And he comes in, and I scroll down at edge, last in the 40 yard dash. I look over. Uh, let me see what all what all numbers he did. He did. Um, he had a 49540, 40, a 35 inch vertical leap, and a 9 3 broad jump. Okay, so. I do I do defensive ends. That's what they have edge listed. And um I do the vertical jump. And it takes me a while to get down to um Darius Robinson. He's oh, where the hell he go? He's middle of the pack there, dead last in 40. Uh the broad jump was okay. It was is he's middle of the pack there too. No, he's last. So he's last, okay. Edge rusher. We've been hyping this guy up. Best prospect at the senior bowl. I scroll up the numbers and I see last in 40. I see last in broad jump. You know what else that doesn't show on those lists? Height and weight. I see 6'5, 285 pounds. Let's move him over to defensive tackles. And he's a couple pounds off those guys. The defensive tackles on um uh, on on uh, At the Combine. 292, 283, 291, 297, 296, 299, 281, uh, 267. How did Marshawn Nealon get in there? He's definitely an edge. 290. He's 285 pounds. I move him over to defensive tackles with his size, and all of a sudden, Darius Robinson is top 10 in everything. So it's relative. It, it takes... I saw enough from Darius Robinson to know I still think he should go back into the first round. Great question, Keith. Um, certainly appreciate it. Um, Want to scroll down here a little bit. Um, SIP thoughts. Um, he says, uh, Chop Robinson would be great in Atlanta, not just because of his combine. Um, yeah, Chop would be a – how much difference is he than Arnold, Arnold Abichetti? I know he's a little bit more explosive. But is he a true number one? I think Dallas Turner is. I think you've got a number two guy in Arnold Nebuchadnezzar. I need a number one. I, and I don't know if Chop's that guy. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, good morning, Scott, from Pamela Johnson. Good morning, Pamela. It is good to see you. Appreciate you being here. Rusty Moore, uh, Falcons fan. He says, if, if and this, again, Get a lot of Falcons questions, but this also pertains to everybody that is behind them and who might be available when you're thinking about what is happening at number eight. If Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze are off the board and we take Turner, I'm going to be mad as hell. Don't reach for a need when we only have two wide receivers on the roster. Rather pay for Hunter and free agency than overdraft Turner. See, I I get this because I absolutely agree with your, your second statement. Don't reach for a need when we only have two wide receivers on the roster. And frankly, as far as I'm concerned, you only have one wide receiver on the roster and Drake London, Josh Ali is somebody that you're hoping to beat out. So wide receiver is a need, just like edge is. Edge is a huge need. It's been a huge need for years. The Falcons haven't had the money to address edge in free agency. Either they they could have last year. There wasn't really an edge available that was worth the, the high dollars. And instead they went and got... David Onyemata, Caden Ellis, Jesse Bates made a trade for cheap for Jeff Akuda There was a bunch of guys. I know I'm missing somebody. Bud Dupree was a solid pro out there. Calais Campbell, another solid pro. Hunter is a premium free agent that they could go after uh, in free agency. I don't think Turner's a reach is where I disagree on this. I don't think he'd be a reach at eight. I think he was the best drafts or when the top prospect fits a need. That's, that's ideal. You have a needed edge. Now, what you think is the Dallas Turner isn't the top prospect and I'm okay with that. I think he's pretty darn good. I would be okay with wide receiver, uh, or edge in this case. And if it's close, man, I'm going edge. I am. If it's close, appreciate it. And Roger cook, he's on, um, uh, He's on the uh, the Dallas Turner hot take. Then um, Zach says, hot take, but I can't help but see shades of Vic Beasley and Dallas Turner. Very athletic, undersized, edge rushers. No real pass rush moves when you can win with athleticism. Hope I'm wrong if we get him. Um, yeah, Vic was kind of a one-trick pony, for sure. Um, that trick all came together for him in 2016, and he helped lead the Falcons to a Super Bowl. Underrated aspect of that. That defense... I don't know if it was the worst defense to ever make a Super Bowl, but it was pretty close. But the last in 2016, the last four games, five games, they got hot. That defense got hot for about four and a half games. That defense got hot. And then uh, Ryan Adonis says, don't worry, every mock draft will act like Dallas Turner is going top five now. Um, Yeah, not, not top five. But again, the Falcons and Dallas Turner have been linked at eight a lot. That's not going to change. That certainly isn't going to change. Biggie Bronco, good to see you. Hope everybody's doing good this morning. Chris Walker, good morning, Scott, and everyone watching. How did Darius Robinson do? I hit on that a little bit. Something to keep an eye on was uh, Darius Robinson is working out and being classified as edge. As edge, he didn't do very well. As a 250, uh, 285-pound defensive lineman, he did great. He did great. So I think... It didn't take long last year when you were watching Zach Harrison to look at Zach Harrison and say this guy he's not athletic enough to be a, a, an edge in a 3-4 a stand up edge two point stance he needs to to be down in the defensive line he's he's huge Darius Robinson's in there this dude is a monster 3-4 defensive end 4-3 defensive end he's a monster defensive end he's not an edge in a front in a front 3 in a front 5 he's not a, a, an edge what he can do, though, is slide inside and in passing downs and play defensive tackle on passing downs and play a Calais Campbell role where you see him move inside on third down. You see him outside on on uh, first and second down. He did really, really well. Jordan has so are these guys extremely fast or is Bijan slow? four four six was was what Bijan numbers uh, were. Um, four, four, six is fast. just flat out period. and and when it comes down to it, it ends up being change of direction, Jordan. And you saw me throw up uh, Laatu Laatu up there about the instincts. There are guys that are going to have similar or better physical numbers than Bijan Robinson. That doesn't mean they have the instincts and balance and vision. Those are the things that you can't grade. Balance. Balance and vision, you cannot grade it, but you can damn sure tell when a guy has it when you when you you see guys they don't wrap up and they just come and try and hit a guy to knock him over, and they weeble wobble they they say straight up when they're running and they say straight up and it's like they just pac man their way over three yards and keep running. That's balance that can't be measured at this at the NFL combine uh four four six is fast period um. Can they change directions like that? Can they set up, can they, can they use, do they know how to set up a runner to get them off balance to get the other person off balance? So Bijon is fast. Four, four, six is fast. want to scroll down here just a little bit more. I'm I'm way behind on the chat because I try and hit everybody. John Harrell comes in with a super chat. Thank you for the support, John, with the 20, uh, $20 super chat. Uh, that orange looks good. Orange looks good on you in here with the black shirt. Looks like Halloween in here. Uh, the big boy from Texas, his times. The big boy from Texas is Tavandre Sweat. Um, Tavandre Sweat weighed in at 366 pounds. Uh, let me see his numbers. I don't expect him to be at the top, but he weighed in at 266. DL, Tavandre Sweat. On this list, I have him at 6'4, 366, 33 and a quarter inch arms. Says 527. I don't know why that's not showing up. So let me see. I'm, I'm on NFL.com. Participants all. Let me see. Sweat. Yeah, there he is. Let me see what heat was measured. But Javondre Sweat, uh, 527 in the 40 at 366 pounds with a 26 inch vert and 8.8 foot two on the standing broad jump. So not great numbers, but he's 366 pounds. Um, I showed you Braden Fisk. Let me show you um, Trevandre's sweat at the Senior Bowl as well. You've you've probably already seen this. If you haven't, it's worth watching. When he is singularly focused, he's he's unbelievable. When I mean singularly focused, this is a pass rush drill that you're watching. It's 1v1. Centers don't want to line up 1v1 against a 350-pound defensive tackle. This is singularly focused in that Tavandre Sweat knows there's no help from the guard. There is no threat of the running game. It is, how quickly can I get into the backfield? That's not necessarily going to be his game. And I'll come back to that in a second. But when he is singularly focused, he's pretty special. That's Bo Limmer, who he almost broke his back, pushing straight back on there. I mean, the strength on him is superhuman. You're watching him here. Again, it's, it's pretty straightforward. He won't be able to do that to 330-pound guards. So I can get a little push. That's on Laid Robinson, guard I like. You had a good week. He won't be able to do that as handily, as readily in the NFL, but he's going to cause problems to anybody that tries to block him one-on-one in the NFL with just trying to, with the push he can get. Right here in the middle, he's at the defensive tackle. Little double team, and he pushes two, three guys and collapses the pocket. So 366 pounds, there's a lot to like there. I mean, he's got Andrew Rame on skates there. Tavondre Sweat, he's a cheat code in the PFF mock draft because he's like 85 right now, and you can get him in the third round. I still think the ceiling on him somewhere, or the the the, I think he's, 45 to 55 mid second round guy, uh, a two down player, which is fine. If, if I got Vita Bay out there, if I've got, Oh, who's the green Bay Packers, the grave digger. Why can't I remember his name now? Um, he was a, uh, you know, he was a 360 pound guy, Uh Halade nada, Baltimore Ravens. He was t- like that too. So very um, you can, you can get a guy. I don't want to use a first round pick on him, but second round, I can absolutely make that, uh, make that case. And, uh, Brian Friedman says, uh, I want sweat. Yeah. I, uh, I'd be really, I'd be really interested in here. Um, Scott, he's a guy that doesn't believe in space. <laughs> I don't remember what that one was about. Uh, was that part of the interviews? Buck Rays Bolts. Good to see you. Appreciate you being here. Jeremy Edwards says, love the show. Thanks for all you do. And Ryan Adonis says Caleb Williams is the only guy for sure. We know where he is going in the draft. Ryan, I was thinking about this one because there's some more there's some more uh, quarterback news coming out earlier in the week. It was Justin Fields is definitely going to be uh, headed to the Atlanta Falcons. Here's a report they've they've inquired. They're the number one trade option. And then yesterday, some sources in Atlanta were saying they much prefer Kirk Cousins. And the number was two years, seventy million dollars with fifty guaranteed. Um, like I said, you're going to have to go over $70 million guaranteed for me to consider it a two-year deal. That's basically a one-year deal. And depending on how you, you structure the contract, you can, um, you can limit a dead cap in the second year and it could end up being a one-year deal if you needed it to be. So let's say it's 50 million guaranteed. I give him 25 million salary guaranteed in the first year. And then I give him a $25 million signing bonus. There's your 50 guaranteed. And if it doesn't work out in year one, I only have a 12 and a half million dead cap hit in year two. Um, I think, I still think what I would probably do is extend that. Let's say it was two for 70. I'm going to round up and just call uh, call it $80 million at 40 a year. I would probably round up on that and say three years at $120 million with the same 50 guaranteed money. That would give me a little bit more option on the dead cap. Uh, It would give me less hit in money. It'd give me uh, an option to give more signing bonus, which would lessen the initial cap hit in 2024. But it looks to me like the Falcons are in on a veteran quarterback, which frees up one of the quarterbacks in the draft for 11, 12, and 13. All possibly looking for quarterbacks. Minnesota Vikings, Denver Broncos... Raiders, 11, 12, and 13 are very, very interested in what the Atlanta Falcons are going to do. And Ryan, you mentioned Caleb Williams. This is something that crossed my mind today. It's strange. Who was the target of all of the naysayers, the doubts, the slide three months ago, it was Caleb Williams. Well, that didn't work. We couldn't talk people out of coming off Caleb Williams at number one. They're pretty sold on him that he's going to be the number one overall. So who was number two? Drake May. Who are we hearing all that same BS about now? Drake May. I don't believe it. At the end of the day, I I don't see him falling out of three, four at the worst, at the worst. I still think it goes, um, and then it becomes preference with the commanders. So I can see Jaden Daniels going number two. But if I mock, I'm going one, two, three. Williams, May, Daniels. Looked it up the other day. The difference between like pick four and five was a million dollars um, in in guaranteed money. A million dollars on a twenty-five million dollar deal doesn't sound like much to um, you know to the the player who's getting it. But you know who that is a lot to on a five percent five percent of a million dollars is fifty thousand dollars. You think an agency would be interested in? spewing out some garbage about a player to try and get a guy to move one spot for $50,000. Yeah. 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 Uh, Lafayette Marquise, Johnny, uh, he says Watson here. Uh, Do you mean Johnny Wilson wide receiver from Florida is a sleeper. I like Johnny Wilson. I think, you know, when we're talking about traits on, you know, a little bit down the line and maybe you mean Johnny Watson, but Johnny Wilson for me, He's 6'6 and changed 237 pounds and looked fluid at the senior bowl. Um, I do, I do like him. Who are some other guys that uh, oh, I know who I wanted to talk about. Um, and this is a guy that Nick's been Nick's been asking me about too. Um, if I look at defensive ends, I want to scroll over I don't look defensive ends and go, it says all participants. I'll show you who real quick. Let me remove this one. We want to add this one. I put this together. This will go on my on my YouTube page here after the show. Um, video file is Marshawn Neeland from Western Michigan. And let me meet this real quick. You get a chance to watch him. He's coming off the left edge and just runs right around the right tackle. When I said the L cone for me is the number one for edge rushers, I'm, I'm just, you get to see why. It's the bend, the push. The tenacity here. He's going against right tackle from Utah. This is uh tell uh, it's, this is um Oregon State. I'm getting my names confused as I'm going uh quickly here. <laughs> um outside here, way out wide again, coming off. And you see the push that he's able to get. Okay, that's good. He's got good strength. I like it. On the right side, defensive end, four-point stance and he just embarrassed the, the BYU defensive tackle who may not have known the snap count. That's uh, Marshawn Nealand and his numbers as he came in, again, the what's your bench of the 40 time. His 40 time was 475. Yeah, okay. His cone was 702, and his shuttle was 418. There will be defensive backs at this combine that don't ha- that don't beat those numbers. And he came in, he measured um 6'3, almost 270 pounds, 34 and a half inch arms. Marshawn Nealan coming in right now. He was in the hundred. Where was he on the edge? On the edge board. He was 72. He's got a chance to make some money. Uh, on uh, NFL mock draft database. He's looking at 72. I think he's got a chance to make some money. So that's another one that i would keep an eye on so we're at 45 minutes i'm going to scroll down to the very bottom to see what's on your mind right now uh, and see what people are talking about um bobby means says dallas turner's 40 time was sublime more more impressive than his 40 time Was that vertical leap 40.5 inch vertical leap on a 255 250 pound edge rusher yes please and Lafayette did mean johnny wilson i have johnny wilson here he's definitely somebody to keep an eye on i cut up his his highlights earlier—they're on the YouTube page. Um, that's not Johnny Wilson. I mean, why this? Week? That's Justin an a Scott. Let's try hitting Johnny Wilson this time. Johnny Wilson. Here we go. Let's try this one. Um, you know th- th- thats a nice catch down by his hips. This guy's over six feet six. Now by his hips. Turn um again the size on this guy six six and an eighth reaching behind his shoulder to to catch that one behind him very nice just a traits monster catch him with his hands again going to ground i like this guy six foot six and change i like big receivers they're always not so a somebody to watch there for sure johnny wilson and jeremy says i'm not sure i've seen a six foot seven wide receiver Yeah, the first guy I could think of, and I'm pretty sure he got drafted but didn't do much, um, on Teddy Bridgewater's Miami Northwestern team, they were freaking loaded. I may be misremembering this, but there was a wide receiver there named Tommy Streeter, and I'm pretty sure he played on that same Bridgewater team and with Sean Spence, uh, was on that team as well, ended up being a a really good linebacker for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of those guys went to Miami. so somebody to watch of. And Nathan Floyd says, he reminds me of Pitts. Yeah, me too. So it'll be interesting to see what his numbers end up being at the NFL Combine, because the important one, the, again, the 40 is going to be important. A guy like him doesn't necessarily get unwound until about 40 yards. Uh, Plaxico Burris was a beast. Um, he was a big dude for sure. Uh, Brian Fennerin, another good shout. Michael Jenkins, I don't think, was quite that big. And uh and Roderick says, snap like a twig, not at 240. Not at 240, he's not. And Carol Carmichael, that was another big guy going back. Yeah, there there were some there's some dudes in there. And Rob H says, uh, he says, if Chop Robinson is so good, why do we not see more production from a statistical standpoint? Again, that was a question. Does he have the does he have the coachability in order to get some of the Latu Latu is an instinctive pass rusher. We I, I put up some video on him earlier, and you can watch him string together back to back moves in succession. He's a technician. Is chop anything like that? What was he asked to do? Um, you know, when he when he was asked to rush, how was he doing it? So those are the things. Again, a lot of times you know what's going in on the backside of this. Keith asked me earlier, uh, you know, how much does a combine mean to me? It would mean now I want to see more. Okay, I, I saw chop. I want to know more. So if I'm a coach and the coaches say a lot of times, this is the first time we're getting to see these guys. Scouts have done their jobs. Scouts are going to make recommendations and then up the chain are going to make the final call. The guys up the chain want that stuff filtered to them. And they're going to see chop Robinson running four, four, five and say, okay, show me more. I'm interested. Show me more. So again, uh, and, and the production is why he won't go top 15, Rob, uh, something definitely to think about. What is your uh, opinion on uh, on Lad McConkie? I get I get him and uh, McCaffrey confused. The the mix, the former NFL guys, the the, the LMs. It takes me a second to um, it takes me a second to figure those out. Um, Lad McConkie, I think, is going to go high second round. I think he is ideal in the slot. I bet he's going to he's going to post ridiculous. El cones and shuttle times. He his 40 time might be four, five, eight, four, six, two. And then when you look at his shuttle and his elcone, cone, it's going to be sub seven. And it, he might get into the threes on his shuttle time. That quick burst change of direction that gets him separation in the open field is going to be elite is going to be elite. And then he catches everything. So I like him. Lafayette says, OJ Santiago was tall, but he never really p- panned out as a pro. He wasn't all that bad. Um, When did he go in this? Was he a second round pick? That was when that wasn't the Dan Reeve time when he was taking a a, every single uh, taking a tight end every single year. Um, Yeah, his best season. He was drafted in 1997. His best season was 1998 was his uh, was the Super Bowl year for the Atlanta Falcons. He had 27 catches for 428 yards and five touchdowns, and he was a third round pick. So not bad for a third round pick but yeah you're looking for a little more but i again i I think johnny wilson in the third makes a lot of sense talking about that going back to that and the, the size on him and i bet he is ranked lower than that coming into the draft on mock draft database i don't even see him on here i have to do a control f on wilson and he's 101 okay yeah that's about what i said so uh, middle third, I think, makes sense for him unless he goes. How much does it matter? I like what I see. I guess I, Florida State fans will tell me he had some trouble holding on to the ball. He didn't see that at the Senior Bowl, so I want to see more. But he's a guy that could really help himself with that size with good testing numbers as well because someone will fall in love with the traits. That size, and if he comes in and has a big day. Now, my eyes tell me he's a 4'6''s guy on the 40. That's what my eyes tell me. We'll see from there. We'll see how it goes from there. Bobby means, and I think we're going to close this out unless you guys have a burning desire on here. He says, uh, if Atlanta gets fields, do you think we go wide receiver at eight? Bobby, that's a great question. And we did a mock draft on Wednesday and that's where we went. We went uh, wide receiver at eight because Nick thinks that Roma Dunze and Malik Neighbors are considerably better prospects than Dallas Turner. There's a need there and it's a premium position. So I'm going with the best prospect available that also fits a need at a premium position. And we went wide receiver there. Now, I also said that I'm getting Daniel Hunter in free agency. <laughs> so if I get Kirk Cousins, I'm not getting Daniel Hunter. So, um, but if I get Kirk Cousins, I probably don't need quite, the weapons around him that I do with fields. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins, you know, Kirk, this isn't a hot take. Kirk Cousins is a better passer of the ball than, than Justin Fields. He can take an average receiver and elevate his game with tight window throws, pre-snap reads, etc., etc. et cetera. So I'd, I, I don't feel like it's as big a need if you have, you know, a, a veteran technician like him in there. Going to close us out here. Gary Palmer says, Scott, you're doing great. Love the show. Well, thank you for being here and thank you for the super chat, my friend. We are going to get out of here today and have a great Friday, everyone. I want to say a special thank you to our super chat superstars, the Keiths over on Facebook, Keith and Ellen Johnson, Keith Rugman. Thank you so much. Don't think I missed anybody that came in with some stars. So thank you everybody for that. And then Gary closing us out here uh on 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 uh, on youtube john harrell thanks again my friend he says uh he was asking about to sweat and then barrett gay i didn't see a question if you have one hit the comments i i check the comments after the shows religiously uh want to make sure that we get that taken care of over on youtube thank you so much for breaking the ice and coming in with a 20 super chat uh tonight you know i haven't even looked far enough ahead to see who's going tonight is it the offensive linemen quarterbacks? I'm not sure if you want to talk some more NFL draft tonight, check out mile high huddle, go to youtube.com slash mile high huddle, Lance Sanderson and Eric trickle will be in their happy place. Talking NFL draft tonight as they react to some of the the defensive lineman drills, and then they'll react to today's NFL combine as well. Thank you so much, everybody for being here. I hope y'all have a great Friday. It's a little soggy here in the Southeast. Great Friday, great combine weekend. We will see y'all on Monday.